The only real friend he had was his dog, Arrow. Me and my arrow. the flashlight so how do you how do you guys feel about flashlights before we get started i don't know what they are but i keep seeing jokes about them everywhere well it's better but, if it stays that way yeah. i think i think you can just <laughs> manufacture a mental version of it ah uh, yeah and that'll be fine uh, my i brought my parents to a comedy show where oh, someone no. did several minutes about flashlights Oh. And, like and a I, homemade version, actually. I feel like I, whoever did that, I heard them doing that, and I didn't know what it was, and I had to ask another comic, and they were like, <laughs> I'm not going to tell you. That's, that sounds just like three or, four other, no, three or four other comics jokes about having to explain something oh. to their parents. God. Some, you know, guess, they're doing like a reverse birds and the bees talk. Yeah. I can go as dirty as I want, but whenever my mom comes out, if there's any Jesus jokes, ooh, she gets so upset. Really? Even if it's like just lighthearted ones. Because she's a re- she's a religious woman, mm-hmm. which is fine. She's yeah. she's very understanding. She is definitely a little more conservative, but she didn't vote for Trump. She supports gay people, all the good stuff. That's good, yeah. So, the spirit light is willing, but the flashlight is weak. Uh, <laughs> truer words have not been said ever, or will they again? I don't, I don't. Is that a Bible verse? Could be. Oh, that's a Bible verse. All of what we just, uh, especially the flashlight. Steve Jobs, three sixteen. Yeah. <laughs> that's what they say at the end of Mass. Yeah. Mash? I love that show. No, it's a good show. You know what else is a great show? Sell me that pup. Ooh. Ooh. Goosebumps. I feeling it. Felt it. I think it's the coffee more, but I'm feeling it. Good. I want oh. you guys to sell me that goose. Oh, well, hey, we'll see how this goes. That's all right. Well, I'm glad you brought up that podcast. That was kind of like the prototype, if you will. Yeah, yeah. That's when we were still working a few kinks out, you know, seeing. It's hard because, you know, we started out with an, a goose intern, and that didn't. Wasn't a real good, you know, oh, wasn't a honking good time, no. as Go- you would have thought. Goose you know? Aaron was uh, terrible. It was not good, it wasn't fun. Intern Aaron, I feel like if Intern Aaron and Intern Ryan were ever to meet, it'd be like the end of the world. It'd yeah, be the it'd, be like a, it'd be like a, oh, what are those monsters called? It'd be like a, on the, on the Godzilla podcast, what is that called? Oh, the War of the Gargantuas we watched? No, the, no, what's it called when there's a monster? A kaiju. Come on, yeah, kaiju. A kaiju. Oh, yeah. It's like, come on. I, I was getting really specific. I set it up for you, and you knocked it down, yeah. but you took it too long. It was like, you kaiju. know, when you're watching like a kid play baseball with the dead, and dead's in the nicest little underpass of the kid, Yeah. and he just keeps missing it. Yeah, it was like, it would be like that, because yeah. Ryan would fall asleep. Yeah, and we'd also throw balls at him to get him up to start moving around. That's not true. like mean ones, just little No, just balls. little guys, just yeah. little guys. But yeah. Well, did we say our names? No, we didn't. Oh, I'm your co-host Brandon Kirkman, and I'm your other co-host Charles Harvey, and this is uh, Sell Me a Pup, where we talk about all the pup culture that you probably haven't even heard of. No big deal. Um, no big deal. <laughs> and today we have our, our esteemed guest, one of my favorite comics in this whole city, um, Tom Wisdom. Hi. Uh oh. <laughs> It's just, it felt right for clapping. Yeah, it did feel right. I said esteemed. Yeah. It's hard. I didn't know if I was going to be able to pronounce that one. Yeah. Our esteemed guest. Our, steam, our steampunk guest. Ne- never fried. Yeah. <laughs> never fried. All never natural, frozen. baby. All fresh. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, well, Tom, one of the first things that we like to do on the podcast before we get started is we like to talk to you about your favorite pop culture. Have we not gotten started yet? Uh, I mean, I just consider this the warm-up. This is okay. I'm tossing you the softball. I want you to get it, you know? Right. Don't be like Intern Ryan. Make it work. Don't be like Intern more. Ryan for a lot of reasons. Yeah. Don't hump guests. Don't um, hump my blanket. Don't hump me. 
All right. No I mean, humping today. No humping today. I like, I like where you're going with these new Ten Commandments. Yeah. <laughs> I think God would agree. I think my favorite pop culture is probably the Bible. Oh, Ooh, yes. Okay. Get into it. Yeah, please explain. Oh, it's just like a fun... You can refer to it in almost any context, and True. it's fun. Because, yeah. uh, it, I mean, depending who you ask, it didn't anticipate anything that came after it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, or it prophesied everything. I was going to say, to be fair... You can see anything in the light, in, in light of its uh, teachings, or you can see how it totally forgot to prepare for the rest of the history. Of the after. history of the world. But, to be Probably. fair, I would argue that pretty much all pop culture refers in some way to the Bible. Like, I hate that that's true, but I find well, only, that it is. Only because most of us were kind of... Uh, what, how do you say? Braised? Braised in Braised the, in the fluids of the Bible? Seared? Steamed? Some of us were seared. Yeah. A lot of us were braised. Some of us were steamed guests of the Bible. Steamed guests of the Bible. Yeah. But it, 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 like, it kind of made our mental categories. So yeah. everything kind of refers to it just because that's what we're made of. Do you feel that way? Do you feel that you were made of the Bible? Uh, I mean, tiny, definitely. Just a tiny stack of Bibles? An attempt was made to make that happen for sure. That was yeah. like... I would say the goal of my upbringing, yeah, to to get get uh, get its juices into me. So, how did it affect what you like, what you pick to listen to or watch? Or um, I was telling you about this before. This uh, this fella, James Ward, he was like a yes. like a Christian soft rock artist. That An I incredible had, phrase. Yeah, I, I kind of forgotten about him because we used to listen to like his tapes on long car trips, like just like over and over and over again. To where we didn't know the names of the songs, but we had like our family nicknames for it. Like, play the Haya song. Because at one point he's doing this like fake Calypso thing. And, oh my god. And he's just overcome with emotion. And he goes, Haya! And in the meantime, he's just talking about how the Lord is watching you. Wow. So it's. Uh, but he includes. There's a musical element? No, he is a musician. But he's just. But he's he's sing song speaking. yeah yeah singing okay. not talking I'm, oh okay 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 no 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 that's fine I just was, yeah of course uh, I was paraphrasing my thought right <laughs> why would you need to explain I said it absolutely what not. it actually was no I, for sure I grew up in a similar background very religious so we had like Stephen Curtis Chapman the Newsboys all, right so all I had playing. that too but like this was oh. like fifteen years before that oh man so this was like oh right and this guy went through the stages too like, I don't think it's available. Or it's not, like, still in print or anything like that, but he had, like, a little, like, a disco number. Um, he had, like, his little experiment clip. So he had a he had a whole, maybe it was not an album, but it was, like, a maxi single or an EP that was just a rap to remember oh. the books of the Bible. Oh, no. Like, that, that, that hurts just hearing it. When would that have it. been released? This was late, mid-late 80s. Oh. That one was. Interesting. So like really yeah. establishing a new genre here. Oh yeah. Well, no, it, it failed Christian. to establish a new genre. <laughs> it Thank God. Well, literally, it didn't really stick. With you. I mean, it. That's true. It everything with you that, and a, a everything that lives of in a single mind <laughs> continues. <laughs> so when it ends, you win. I'm beautiful sorry. Beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Mind. That's that's how everything works, right? Yeah. Probably. I don't know. But he was he was super fascinating because it sound like I listen to it now, and a lot of his early stuff sounds like the pop music at the time. Which was like Steely Dan and like other kind of like, like smooth classic rock sounds, which uh-huh. I love, but I I really can't tell if I like it 
I mean, I guess there's no such thing as liking it because it's good. You just like it because you like it. Right. But. Or like, if it was because of an experience. Like, do I like Steely Dan because oh. I like James oh. Ward, this, this weirdo? Yeah. Do you, uh, you guys want to hear my impression of Smug Guy at a Party? Yeah. I think I just heard it. Okay, you're right. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> uh, fair. Fair. But here we go. Did you know Steely Dan was named after a dildo? Hmm. That's my impression of Smug Guy at a Party. It sounds like uh, you're doing an impression of a dildo. Yeah, well, <laughs> that's more accurate, actually. Yeah. That's pretty good. Your posture was very dildo-like. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I, yeah, you couldn't you see, can see it. it at home. That's for our pro uh, payers at home who get yeah, the visual yeah, yeah, podcast. Yeah. yeah, if you're subscribing to our, yeah, our pro premium, yeah, if you're subscribing, premium content, then, yeah. then that's what you're going to get. I'm all about pitching that tent, mm-hmm. as always. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, back to Christian soft rock. <laughs> yeah, Christian soft rock. What other kind of stuff do you like? We talked about this a little bit, but... Uh, I, I'm really, I, I noticed this, lately. I have very, I'm very bad at like returning to things like this, this James Ward guy was, you know, it's been whatever, 20, 30 years. Uh, that's a good amount of time to come back to something, but I'm really bad at sticking with, like, I don't watch movies more than once, almost really? ever. Huh. I don't listen to albums a whole bunch of times. It means you're living in the present. That's pretty cool. It could be that, or it could be that I have just a very short attention span. Maybe, but I like, would prefer like, to believe that you just don't want to revisit horrible yeah. memories the way that others do. Like, I oh, I don't know, me. I mean, they could even be good ones. It's just like, yeah. it's not happening. Like, oh, there's new stuff. Yeah, that's Like, awesome. I have the Spotify Discover Weekly thing. I listen to that more than any music. Would you say more than weekly? What? Daily? Daily. Discover daily. Oh, pretty much, yeah. Oh, yeah. It, 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 you know, the, the thing like it refreshes. They yeah. just like throw mm-hmm. a bunch of new tracks yeah, in there. Yeah, no, yeah. I know what you're. And to. I listen to that way more than I listen to like a whole album by anyone that actually. And it's not that I don't like other music. It's just like, oh, but this is new. Yeah, yeah. I haven't heard this before. New, fun, exciting. I don't know if it's yeah. the algorithms, but they do a really good job with that playlist because yeah. I'll do it every once in a while. Yeah, we should plug. We should stuff. plug Spotify. Yeah, we should. Hey, yeah. You know, well, we're kind of, you know punching down at them because let's be honest we're a little bit bigger than spotify but that's true they should be plugging us but we should help them you know we, we can, look throw, out for a little we can throw them a bone we'll throw them a bone throw them a bone yeah i mean that's how i discovered rumble bucket i mean thanks to spotify true Fun band. i i actually discovered from a former guest uh cameron gillette oh yeah, oh, yeah. me and cam are big big bucket heads <laughs> uh-huh. no, wait, that's a different guy yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but hey you know what there's a bucket genre real rubble rubble rousers yeah. oh there you go i like that one yeah cool um well, maybe we'll just jump right into talking about... Wait, before we do, <gasps> there's been some changes here. I mean, you're... Well, first off, you're an entrepreneur. You're mm-hmm. a podcaster. Mm-hmm. Oh. Oh, is this is this comedian? Oh, my God, Brandon. Oh, boy. Well, Tom, you were there. You, you saw me do my first stand-up set. Was recently. that the first one ever, really? That was my first one ever. Did you know that? I... I think you, you saw me. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. you saw me do the forty-two second spot at Power Hour, which I kept referring to as two hour because no, t- is it two, two hour? hour? Yeah. It is oh. two, yeah, it's really confusing. <laughs> I told someone else that I had done the two hour forty-two second lottery spot, and they were like, "Oh, you mean at Power Hour?" And so now I changed. Oh, God, that's the problem with. Well, with... I didn't say that to like JMO or one of them. Yeah, but that's the problem with acknowledging the judgment of other humans. Yeah. Is yeah. it sometimes? Uh, we just we just wrong. accept the uh, your, wrong answers. Yeah, first impression's always the best. Yeah, first impression's always the best. Hope that's true of my first set at Kohl's open mic. 
The good news is... <laughs> that no one will remember it. Yeah, you'll probably forget it pretty soon. Good. That sounds great. Because yeah. I yep, can't stop thinking about it. But, yeah, as Brandon brought up, I usually... I think the reason you brought this up is because I usually say on the podcast, not a comic or an improviser, uh, <laughs> I don't have any projects going on right now, boo 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 um, And actually, now I do. Yeah. So, that's good information. You dipped that foot in. I and did. the water was warm. And the water was warm. Somebody peed in it. Oh, it's fine. Probably comedian. There are many people. Probably 40 people. Yeah. <laughs> Just be, that night. Yeah, it's the whole one. It's a lot of people. To be fair, an entire family pissed in the pool. So. Yeah. Aww. But it's they're the comedy family. Aww. Comedy community pissed in the pool. And now I'm ready to get in. So. Cool. Well, <laughs> get in that people. Let's get into get that, uh, now green water. Yeah. Let's get into our first review. Um. So music historians this week uncovered a previously unreleased album um, from American country gospel duo The Leuven Brothers, uh, famous for their Fire and Brimstone Gospel Music Act, which you guys probably are familiar with, mm-hmm. um, which sure. utilized the mandolin, rhythm guitar, and many, many warnings against uh, fucking your brother. In the newly discovered album, brothers Ira and Charlie Loudermilk sing, uh, just before the car accident that killed Ira in 1965, about the importance of finding your own voice, something I think that we can all aspire to do. Um, after decades of music emphasizing that Satan is real, the name of one of their albums, Good album. uh, this album finds the brothers instead crying out, God's probably okay with drunk driving. So how did you feel about the album? Did you have a chance to listen to it? This Leuven Brothers uh, undiscovered bit? Uh, I'd preferred their their older work mm-hmm. because of all the Indiana billboards they influenced and everything. Yes. Yeah. But, you know, I'm fine with New Directions. Yeah, that's I'll, a good point. It's weird how much synthesizers they got in there before I thought synthesizers were invented. Right. It is interesting. When I say music historians, I do mean a Reddit thread. Yeah. So take that, you know, with, with a grain of salt. But... The Leuven Brothers are actually one of my favorites because um, I used to work at Myopic Books in uh, Wicker Park, and that's the only reason that I know anything about the Leuven Brothers because uh, one of the workers there who was like 65 years old, um, love him to death, Ed, um, would want to put it on um, and play it, and he would play Satan is Real, which was all about how we were all going to hell. And so as people shop for their lovely um, satanic Bibles and strange uh, other books, Mostly people went in there looking for satanic Bibles. Very bizarre from my perspective, um, Wicker Park. We would just listen to this album over and over Would you say again. they were being short-sighted? <laughs> oh, <Perhaps>. boy. <laughs> they weren't taking the long view? Uh, yeah, I, I, I would say things were a bit fog- foggy for them. They're not even looking for like an Arskiosha or a Kings of Solomon? Mm-mm. No, they were oh. just looking for the satanic a... or the Celtic Bible or I don't remember. A lot what of people a, came what out a bunch of plebeians. Lots of... People came in asking about uh, Wicca. Wicca. Those I really could cool. rake them in the cult, man. I could yeah. just rake them. Yeah, I love to listen to um, uh, Satan's Real, and then we also sometimes, if there were guests that we didn't like, we would put on a YouTube video called 15 Hours of Dogs Barking." <laughs> uh, that was <laughs> that my favorite because people would get really confused, and um, they would they would if they were together, if they were in a group, they would kind of like turn to each other and give each other a look like it. Can you can't hear? It. That's not. That's outside. The phrase, that's outside, was one of my favorites. That, that's, that's outside. <laughs> the dog's coming from inside the store. <laughs> the dog's coming from yeah. inside the store. And then eventually they would kind of figure out that it was a recording and they would uh, get freaked out and leave. So it makes sense because it's just very strange. Yeah. That seems like a, a pretty fun prank in general. Just oh. say anything is coming from outside. <laughs> yeah. You just have a bullhorn with a siren coming out and be like, oh, there's 
There's a fire station real close oh, to Oh, boy. Here. Yes. Oh. Pranking or gaslighting? I'm not sure. <laughs> like, a little bit of both. Little I bit think of gaslighting good, is pranking. Is every good prank. The ultimate prank. Yeah. Gaslighting. Oh, boy. I've so often I, said So my, my parents just punked me my whole life? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a bunch <laughs> of Ashton Kutcher. Ashton Kutcher. Ashton Kutcher. Like, oh, my God. My dad is Ashton Kutcher. That's incredible. Your mom is Demi Moore. My mom is Demi Moore. And I'm one of the kids. Just one of the kids. Just one of the kids. <laughs> Bruce, Bruce right. comes over for, uh, for Christmas. Yeah. We have a good time. Yeah. We're just a normal, just a typical family. A normal nuclear family. You know, my my dad will never die hard. Yeah. He'll live free, though. <laughs> I think he Don't loved look- Demi more. <laughs> oh. I like that, Chelsea, your face looked very pained, and then well, Tom looked very happy about what he did, and you both did crimes. I was happy. I was happy with what Tom did. I realized <laughs> what I said implied that my dad would die with an erect penis. <laughs> like... <laughs> Well, also, pretty hard. sweet. I heard they, they call that, uh, when, when a dead body has, has an erection, they call that angel lust. Is that true? It's not. It's apparently fairly common. It's not erector mortem? Thing uh, to see like that too. The, uh, <laughs> now there, there we go. There In the coroner's go. trade, they see a lot of, they see a lot of, oh, lot of uh, interesting. stiffs with stiffs. Oh, those mm. little guys. Well, oh. yeah, well, yeah, I wonder if they just look at it and go, oh, oh, oh. you're late. Yeah. Oh, I wonder if it happens after or during. Oh. I think, I don't know. Actually, I've never been dead, so. <laughs> well, Unlike our previous guest, yeah. <laughs> Tyler Snodgrass, who yeah. uh, uh, is yeah. But we didn't want to pry. That's rude. You right, know. and that's true. He's going to, yeah, he's going to talk about it um, on Poltergeist. But, yeah, well, so, anyone, Tom, Brandon, how did you guys feel about the album? Well, like I said, it was weird that they decided to go so synthed so early. Uh, right. I almost, This is a weird thing. I know it was unearthed. Nobody else listened to it. But did Kraftwerk rip off the Leuven Brothers? Mm. I'm feeling that. Interesting. Or were the Leuven Brothers German robots the whole time? Oh. Did we get Daft Punked? We, oh, my God. We might have got Daft Punked. Oh, boy. Huh. Oh, boy. That Reddit thread. Can never trust backwards slash... I'm gonna punk you. Yeah. Well, that I think that's that's uh, rule number one. Is uh oh. Also, I just realized I said rule number one is uh oh, which doesn't work. But... No, I, I think that's a great rule number one in general. <laughs> rule number one. one uh oh. Oh boy. Rule number one. You're wrong. Yeah. That's good. Never forget you're wrong. Yeah. Well, how do you feel that the album compares to some of your favorite bluegrass, Tom? Uh, I don't have a lot of favorite bluegrass. Oh. Like. I don't know. It, it all kinds of kind of sounds the same to me. Oh, but that's just because I'm, uh, you know, I'm, I, like I said, I have a very short attention span. Oh, so you're listening to the new stuff. I'll, I'll hear something. Did I'll be you like, even finish the album? Did you even listen to the whole thing? Oh no, no. About 15 seconds deep into each track, I went like, "This is all the same song." Yeah, yeah. Well, a bunch of times in a row. Talking about drunk driving a lot. Yeah. As soon as you hear that little like diddly diddly with the banjo. Uh huh. Yeah, it was a like, weird set of, yeah, it was a weird chorus, I got diddly it. diddly with the banjo. Yeah. yeah. Where they sing about fucking that guy with a banjo. <laughs> yeah, it's gross. I it don't know why I'm laughing. extremely sexual, extremely wrong. Once again, a lot of sense. Just so and many extremely things. extremely the Lubin Brothers. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah. so many tracks of them talking about like, if I loved anything as much as I love drunk driving, I'd be drunk driving right now. I'm drunk driving right now. And that was repeated for about 15 minutes one of the tracks. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. crazy that they could record it live in a car. Yeah. <laughs> It was being driven drunk. Well, I did anyone. I mean, I don't want to create like a conspiracy theory or anything, but I feel like at the end I could hear the car crash. Yeah. No, that was a crash symbol. Uh, ah. Yeah. 
See, I wasn't. I wasn't sure. The whole album actually was a, was a symbol. Just plus, oh, plus after it does crash. that, they symbol like the like the film Crash, yeah. like the critically mm-hmm. acclaimed film Crash. Yes, which we all learn so much about ourselves and society. Yeah, but, from uh, the critically acclaimed film Crash, uh, Academy Award winner Crash. Yes, <laughs> having sex at car accidents with David. Oh, Cronenberg. we got the other one, the Cronenberg Crash. The Cronenberg Crash. That's where people get real horny and then have sex with each other during car crashes. Um, yeah. Wow. It's, uh... Logistically, that just sounds hard. Yeah. <laughs> I've had sex You got that before. right. I don't... Oh, right. <laughs> Erector mortem. Well, yeah. Alive or dead. Bringing it right back. <laughs> what if they did do a crash to David Groenberg's cut and it's just called Angel Lust? No, it's just called Diddly Diddly with a Banjo. <laughs> <laughs> the whole soundtrack's the Leuven, Bro- Leuven Brothers? The Leuven Brothers. Are their yeah. names... The last name is really Louder Milk. Louder Milk. Oh. Is there a, a quieter milk brothers? <laughs> I think if there were, you'd probably like them, like them better. Yeah. And maybe oh, I just knows. have never heard them. What if like their albums are like, <laughs> here comes the quieter milk brothers, uh, Satan is a concept. Mm-hmm. Their famous album. Right. Just... Satan is a symbol for the temptation to s- sh- myopia in us all. Oh, yeah. Oh, we're getting deep in this one. We're unsure about Satan because we sure can't see him. Mine takes a turn. Well, it's he fine. is the Prince of Wind, so... Yeah. What? Blowing us yeah. all away. The Prince of Wind? The is Prince that... of Wind. I think you just that is that. actually a term they use in Are the Are you Bible. being a hipster about Satan right now? No. <laughs> it's true. Hey, do, do, your, uh, do your impression of a pretentious guy. Okay. Hey, guys. Can I tell you about the podcast I wrote? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Have you ever heard oh, of uh, Satanic Dan? Oh, no. Oof. I don't like it's, it's a Steely Dan cover band. Just oh. uh, All the songs, instead of being about, like sultry barmaids doing cocaine it's just it's just about the devil over and over again wow and the devil's name is dan ah oh, of course that makes sense that makes sense sure so how do we feel about the album i give it two satans out of five i've already forgotten about it yeah we made that clear i give it i mean we both loved satan is real like yeah Satan is real, I give a 6.66 out of 5 Satans. Ah. Uh, but this one I give, I'd say, 3.1769. Oh, yeah, you had a 6.9 at the end, huh? Yeah. Is that some sort of mathematical constant? I'd say don't. Only constant in my life. Ooh. Oh. Barb. <laughs> cool. <laughs> oh, I hope we have her on the podcast one I really day soon, do. just so she can to let us know. Rebut all these charges. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we love Barb here. But you hear both sides of the story. Yeah, yeah, we we love Barb. Both Barbs of the story. We we love Barb. Oh well, going we're going there again. We we. Whoa. Um, that's French for yes yes. Uh, cool. No. Well, awesome. I think now that we've gotten to things a little bit, done a review, uh, we can play what I will call a game. A game? A game called Hard to Relax. Uh Um, So in this game, Tom, I want you to tell us your favorite conspiracy theory from 2017 and why it's your favorite so far. Um, Favorite conspiracy theory? I mean, I I think about conspiracy theories all the time. A lot of good ones this year. Doesn't maybe necessarily have to, maybe it could be one you found this year. It can't be one I made up. Oh, yes, absolutely. I, in fact, would... Because I kind of think in conspiracy theories. First off, let's take this seriously. As we know, all conspiracy theories are real, so... All of them are true. Show some respect, but we'll take some made-up ones. I think if you can imagine a conspiracy, it probably has happened. Yeah. That's just, you know... Like porn. It's 
Is porn, porn a theory? theory? Oh, no, no, no. Like, the theory about porn, which is that if you can imagine it, a porn exists. Oh, yes. Yeah, yes. rule 34. Yeah. Yeah. Rule number 34. Yeah, yeah there was... Uh, I forget who it was now. Was it Avril Lavigne who was replaced by a body double? Yes. Absolutely. Because... And you know why? It was... They noticed the freckles. That was the thing, was that the pictures, she had more freckles. And so now that summer has come and I have more freckles, I've started to wonder, like, am I being replaced by a Wait. body double? She, in a recent picture, has more freckles and people were like, that's a new body. There's, there's other things like apparently this is so interesting because this came up in conversation. Because that just happens as you age and are in the sun. No, of course. There are other little tips. Like for example, after a certain time period, like a certain, I don't know, year, all of the lyrics started to really push towards like, I'm no longer the same person. Like I've changed a lot. I'm constantly changing. Please call me I'm a body double. Yeah. (laughs) The, uh, I, the thing about conspiracy theories where they tr- give you clues all the time, like all the, like the you know playing the Beatles backwards or whatever, Paul's yeah. dead, or uh, like it just it just it seems like a lot of work. Mm-hmm. Like if you had if you were the body double, and well, presumably they, you know that you're not the original Avril Lavigne, unless it's presumably. a new body, it has transferred her mind into oh. a la you know like a Cylon, mm-hmm. a Westworld. Mm. Yeah, she just they just they just fixed up a new body, transferred the mind over. Why would they have what happened to the old body? Maybe well, there was a skater boy. Too many times. What if what if she was riding around with the Louvin brothers? Oh. With the louder milks. Oh, louder no. milk boys. Louder milk boys. Yeah, louder milk biscuits. Satan was too real that day. <laughs> that one day. Interesting. But my favorite thing about conspiracy theories is that you can't disprove them. Mm-hmm. Like they kind of like the best ones kind of encompass everything. Yeah. Like, even if you found hard evidence that says some part is true, that evidence is just evidence that a bigger conspiracy is in place. And that's my favorite thing, because that just, that just cements the fact that we are all just, you know, imprisoned in our own minds. Well, and most of, our, of the systems that we follow as, like, a Western culture are, could be considered conspiracy theories. Like, most of the, the rules by which we, like, engage in society could be conspira- considered conspiracies. Money. Yeah. Money is a conspiracy. Oh, sure. Oh, shit. But I also love conspiracy theories because they make... It's like they're like Rube Goldberg machines where you Uh. could do the same thing by just noticing that a bunch of people have the same interests and would kind of like nod at each other. Be like, yeah, we're going to not let those people vote, right? Duh, of course. Like, they wouldn't really have to talk about it even. Yeah. Eventually, if they're making a law or something, sure. But they're like, yeah, we'll just... We're just going to make less of this because it'll keep the price high, right? Duh. That won't. They, they don't really need to have a meeting in a smoke-filled room. It's just like we all agree here that we'll be better off if if these people are kind of hosed. Yeah, we'll get un, less hosed. Uh huh. And you don't need to make the Rube Goldberg machine of like whatever that some anti-Semitic banking conspiracy With forgery documents, yeah. all that stuff. Uh, the reptoids. Oh. Yeah, I know them very the well. I, li- I like conspiracy <laughs> theories because the thing that you. People really feel a need to, to make big, complex st- Rube Goldberg stories to explain things well, that don't really need explaining. It's so just like, yes, people with money and power do want to keep it. So what's the difference between a conspiracy and a mythology? Ooh. It, it depends if people believe s- it's true What you're not. describing to me... Okay. Okay. Because you, so you don't necessarily believe... I don't know if it's even validity, whether it actually is true, but whether, not, 
most people don't believe that Hercules did all the things that Hercules in a epic poem. Well, speak did. for yourself. No, but uh, at the time of the mythologies, whole groups of people believed that you know gods controlled the sun and the moon and why we had rain. Right, but they didn't call them myths back then. What that was just like conspiracies. No. Oh. oh. <laughs> I think I just created the most interesting uh, conspiracy of 2017. I'm just looking around this place. Is this room just getting more smoky? Oh, boy. Oh, it's getting the, it's covering up that portrait of us. Yeah. Oh, well. Good old sub Ryan, get a little less smoky in here, please. Yeah, please stop puffing on that cigarette. Oh, but of course. He's vaping. Jesus Christ. Oh. Why did you get him a vape cigarette? He told me to. He said all the cool kids Yeah, you don't have to do everything everyone tells you to do all the time, Brandon. You're right. I do agree with that. I like that you were... Like, second-order peer-pressured. Yeah, that's true. Someone else told you something was cool, so you helped them have it. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm free of the crimes. Mm, I'm not sure that's... The... I think you were following orders, which oh. we've already established. Yeah. Last century. Yeah. Not, not an excuse. Not a good reason. But not a crime. Oh, it's technically a war crime. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think it's, well, a, it's a big... Well, if you're going to do a crime, do a cool one, like a war crime. It's a big old crime. Yeah. Yeah. It's a big old crime is what it's called. Yeah. Dream big. Anyway, conspiracies. Yeah. What's your? You didn't tell us what your favorite one is. Your made up conspiracy. Oh, was, that or was that was the whole conspiracy? No, my favorite conspiracy theory is that we're all, we've all been replaced. Ah. Every night while we're asleep, our bodies are replaced with new bodies. Oh. And the conspiracy is that time and aging aren't real. But in order to get us to do anything, the there has the to be beings the beings that control our physical reality through some kind of hologram or simulation or something like that. They have to give us a fear of death so we get anything done. Otherwise, the whole system grinds to a halt. Oh, man. Ooh, I am having trouble Ooh, with this. <laughs> the best part about the conspiracy theory? Yeah. I just made that up. Did you really? And I believe in it, so it is a conspiracy theory. When so, I... Oh, go ahead. I do want to say this real quick before you get to your point. So, technically... <laughs> no, that's fine. Technically, if you... Well, this will be a quick one, I promise. If you nap, do they replace you then? Or is this like a full... They might have, have to time. be fully asleep. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. right. Just kidding. Time doesn't exist. Oh, oh. <laughs> This is a good Hoist him up. Yeah. See, my baton. tell us anything we believe it. That's just interesting to me because when I was like 17 and I didn't understand that I was mentally ill, I believed truly that the other people in my life uh, were all simulations and that they were just like versions of my existence. And each person I met had their own weird world in which I was a different person. I think I watched a movie that was similar to that once and I just believed it. Yeah. Anyway, it's very into conspiracies at the time as well. Yeah. I mean, I I just love it because it gives you, you can, you can explain almost anything with that. Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Because anyone who anyone who thinks they can prove it's not true, well, have they tried not going to sleep? <laughs> they go insane, <laughs> and then you don't trust them anymore, by right? The time, yeah, I was gonna say by the time they've been not sleeping, they'll start to believe you. Right, it's a really good tactic. That's actually. because the beings that control our physical reality have built in, like a you know seventy two ninety six hour fail safe. So if you don't let them replace your body, if you don't go to this sleep. Is a good conspiracy. Then. You just degenerate and no one believes you anymore because you go insane. Hmm. I want to find a loophole. I don't, I don't think we can. Weird. You, weird. you literally can't prove it wrong. Yeah. Man. Do you have others? I think that one is like kind of the umbrella over most of them that yeah. I'm going to make up in the future. Okay. But that's the one I made up today. 
I like that one. I think oh. it, it, it covers a lot of bases otherwise. I feel like Tom's controlling all of this. See, that's that's one I mean, more I layer back. Right now, too, right now. I, I said the beings who. I didn't say who might be one of them. Okay, so just for the listeners, Tom took both thumbs and pointed at himself. And who's got two thumbs and it's Tom and pointing at himself and with two thumbs? And controls your reality. Who's, it's Tom. It's Tom. Do you, do you want to hear my conspiracy theory? Yes, I do. I think that all butter is like... Can't believe it's not butter, and that I can't not believe it's butter is actually butter. So your belief is what makes it butter or not? Yeah. Hmm. You better believe it. <laughs> thank, thank you. Oh boy. Why didn't they call that? Yeah, you oh. butter believe it. Oh, oh my. Shit. Okay. They well, should have renamed regular butter to that. Uh, you know what? I think we have to make a new podcast. Yeah, I butter believe say, it, where we review different butters from around the world and margarines. I think it should just be making up slogans, like making new slogans for existing products. Oh, oh you better I believe do that it, we all will. the time. I studied advertising, but I don't actually do it. So, boy, howdy, can you believe that I come up with taglines all the time? That I, I, my favorite, my favorite right now is um, Beck's non-alcoholic beer for the non-alcoholic in all of us. What do you oh, think? that's you good. That'll work? Mm-hmm. Huh? That's you think really like good. That? Okay. That's cheeky. That's fun. Oh, Who wouldn't enjoy that? Perfect. That'll be the name of our next podcast. Yeah. Beck's non-alcoholic beer for the alcoholic and all of us. Here's oh, another oops. one. <laughs> that's if you Starburst. drink a little. Here's another one. Starburst. It's a supernova flavor. Whoa. Wow. How about how about this? Starburst. In England, it has beef tallow in it. <laughs> I like that one better. Wait, actually, for real. I, that's what I heard. I have no idea. <laughs> you made that up completely. Uh, it could be that it, in England like, it doesn't I, I, have you beef tallow. You got your claws in me, Tom. You you told me this story. You told me this about this conspiracy, and I just am believing everything you're saying. I'm eating it up. I'm picking up what you're putting down. Yeah, that's a that's a prank. Oh, that that uh, is one of my favorites. <laughs> this episode's all just prank. You just take you take people's word for anything, and you kind of have to accept everything. Oh boy. It's... So Especially if their last name is Wisdom. I think this name oh, is a prank. Oh. Absolutely. Yeah. You get away with so much. Because yeah. you're literally Dr. Tom Wisdom. Oops. Whoop, whoopsie. Yeah. Whoops. I I accidentally went to grad school. <gasps> that and, sounds, and that that, sounds like a fun Disney Channel movie. <laughs> and part two. <laughs> I, I was stubborn about it. Honey, I took the kids to grad school. <laughs> <laughs> Honey, I finished my dissertation. Oh, yeah. No. What was your was your dissertation that conspiracy theory? No. We did we did have groups of people interacting in a video game though. Whoa, so that's cool. Ooh. Was it Second Life? No, no. We it was not did a goth with... it, it was not a cyberpunk themed science project. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you said that with such disdain. If you if you're familiar with Second Life, it's deserved. Uh a lot of people were doing academic work with Second Life at that time. And it made me feel like I was living in like a a parody of Lawnmower Man. It yeah. was very oh, confusing, boy. especially for something that's very heavy for fetish and furry communities. It's like let's not use this for scientific experiments. Yeah, Just it let, was. Let the boys have their cake. <laughs> what? Wait, I, I'm not sure where that last phrase came from. <laughs> well, I, to be honest, I just made it up, and it felt very good in my mind. You know what I say? Have your boys and cake them too. Ooh, <laughs> that's a spicy saucy. slogan. Man, I'm really excited for the Butter Believe It podcast now, because I feel like we're going to get a lot of bangers in on it. Mm-hmm. Are you going to have a band made of brothers uh, whose last name is Louder, Louder Butters? Oh. I mean... I don't understand the sentence I just said. <laughs> it's okay. I mean, I connected it for the most part. I got there. Mm. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, it gets better. <laughs> it gets butter. It gets butter. Oh, it gets butter. Can't get better than this. Yeah. That's if the butter's really good. Yeah.
can't get better than this. Cool. Well, now that we've uh, talked about your favorite conspiracy theory, which you created, which honestly is now and my favorite conspiracy theory. Might have created us. Who knows? Oh, God. Um, when cre- if, you, if it created us, then it also created this next review, oh. um, which is for a new release from the New York City Ballet Company and guest choreographer Joshua Peck. I don't know if you guys have been keeping up with... Do they release things? Oh, yeah. New new, um, new yeah, commercials they... on my Facebook. Okay, they're, always, they're always like, we're about we're ready to drop this new Knicks tape. I said mixtape, mm. and I said next tape for some this reason. This new Knicks tape, which features the choreography of the New York Knicks. Yeah, exactly. I was going to say it was yeah. the, the eight minutes missing from those tapes. That <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> Dropping a new next tape. It's new next tape. It's actually a bunch of swears. The oh, absence no. of our mostly swears. Yeah. Um, well, it features uh, and celebrates New York's oldest and most cherished community. That's this new ballet, um, the Crust Punk. So, Anarchy Means Me begins August eighth at the NYCB Theater in New York. Tom, how do you feel about this? We haven't really talked about ballet before. Not sure if you're a fan. Um, how can they do ballet if they're sitting on sidewalks um, well, asking for change? It's kind of, they do certainly. Is it, it a seated it, It's kind of, of dance. a dance. It's kind yeah. I mean, I don't want to be that guy, but they become the sidewalk. Yeah. I don't understand. I'm not sure I do either. Their movements roll with it. become so natural, so sluggish that you're like, are they dancing? Are they moving? Or are they sidewalk? Or they do they have their the dogs dance for them? Oh, of course. Mayhaps. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's all up to Joshua. I mean, I don't know if you guys have been following some of his choreography um, within the last couple of years. Last summer, he did some pieces with Sufjan Stevens, um, who was a was a guest of the New York. I don't. No one remembers this. Yeah. I was very, very yeah, I remember that. Yeah. I didn't catch the end of the sentence. Oh, I didn't finish it. Um, oh. Sufjan Stevens uh, created music for the New York City Ballet with Joshua Peck as the choreographer last summer. It's very industrial, very fresh. Um, so this kind of is ni- like a nice turn to more of like city realism um, with the crust punks. My favorite part of it is that you get that really rich like tapestry of smells. Oh yeah, that comes from the city and the crust punks. So I'm say if there's anything you'll take away from this ballet, it is the smell. Yeah, like you'll literally have to wash it off. When you the go. smell and the the kind of like aerodynamics of a white dread. Yeah. Well, they have the whole part where they do kind of a Gallagher S of smashing a fruit, but it's all fruit that's been rotten for at least one or two weeks. Hmm. Realism. Yeah. He's a big fan. And then they ask for a tip after they do that, too, which I don't think they're ever going to get a tip during one of these shows, to be honest. No. So, is the dance maybe like just the 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 train schedule? Like, is it according to some sort of, like... I think the dance is what happens when they ask me for money and I'm unsure what to do, so I reach for my wallet, but then remember I don't have any cash. it's an interactive piece. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're trying to get more young people into into the ballet, so... Hmm. By literally putting them into the ballet. (laughs) And then instantly showing them away, it seems like. Yeah. For life. Taking their money and then reminding them that um, they live in a city where people on the street want it as well. Yeah. How do you What's feel? the part of the dance where they go back to their parents' house? Oh, wow, you beat me to the punch. So their 30s. That's the yeah. so okay. 30s. That's so the, the third, third act. movement. Yeah. yeah. Act. That's the movement, yeah. I was gearing up to ask you that right away about how do you feel the, the turn when you find out they're all trust fund kids that just decide not to bathe for a month. 
It's it's really hard to yeah. swallow that third when act. When the when the dad comes out and puts the tie back on, yeah, it's on him on the sun. <laughs> yeah. When the dad puts his tie back on, it's incredible. He goes yeah. back to work. <laughs> he's a finally a, he's accepted his role as a father. He's, he's like no oh. longer a cross punk. <laughs> he's like I guess I am my own dad. <laughs> I am my own dad and my own children at the same time. Oh boy, and that does sound says... like a Sufjan Stevens lyric. <laughs> <laughs> and then Sufjan... he says, "Anarchy means Wait. not me." Sufjan. I just forgot his name. Is it Steven? Stevens. Stevens. Okay. Steven Sufjan? Sufjan Stevens. I okay. thought you were trying to make a pun with crust punk, and I was like, this is rough. I no, cannot there was imagine just this a, will happen for you. There was just a gap in my brain. That's okay. That's okay. We love that here. We're supportive. We're encouraging. Yeah, don't mind the gap. No, don't mind the gap. Mm-mm. No. Yeah, not at all. Peace, peace, love. Chicken grease. The gap. <laughs> and chicken grease. Um... I feel like we get pretty deep into the crust punks. Did we... I think I think we 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 covered the three main stereotypes. So yeah, <laughs> I think all the ground has been soiled. Yeah. yeah, I used to live in a place where a lot of a lot of crust punks came through. I had some friends who were like you know not trust fund kids or like just traveled a lot and yeah. train did, kids. Did, were they train kids? Did it themselves. I loved the train kids. There was a few train kids among them. Yeah. Was this was this in Chicago or no? In Bloomington, Indiana. Ah, oh. yeah, because I used to live in Athens, Georgia, and boy, howdy, did the train kids like to come through. See, because actual, like, crust punks, like yeah. you know, life lifestyle crust punks, for lack of a better word, yeah. uh, lifers. I don't know. Yeah, let's call them lifers. Because uh, they have their own terms for, like, fake crust punks, ah. and like you know, it's, it's like the equivalent of fuckboy. Right. Yeah, but for which for coincidentally punks. this week I got to explain to my therapist oh. one of my favorite moments in session. Yeah, I was like I stopped her and I was just like I can't believe that I'm actually explaining the word fuckboy to you and that you're listening to me. Was it like a little gift? Um, it was like a little gift, and then she was like, "Well, that's cool because I'm you're paying me, so <laughs> yeah." So double gift. Stuff. That's pretty cool. Double yeah. gift. Cash for and her. prizes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey. Yeah. Consolation prize, really. Well, we all hope for. But what are some of the what are some of the names? Do you remember? Uh, the only one I remember is Oogle. An Oogle? An Oogle is like this, like someone who's just kind of, just a taker, basically. Mm-hmm. They'll they'll oh, crash in your house and sucks. eat all your food, and uh, and be be just kind of not giving back and yeah. not being being helping others or whatever. And uh, but also it's just a general kind of like poser, okay. kind of like along those lines. Gotcha. Someone who's who could. They have a lot of other options, but choose to do, to, to be a, a total parasite. Yeah. Mm. Do they ever talk about the urban backpacker? Um, the yuppie who pretends to be a crust punk? Well, yeah, the, the, uh, there's lots, there's a few words for those, I think. Yeah. Um, but I think a lot of the, well, I don't know, maybe the... half of the ones I knew were kind of treading that line where they had a lot of options, but they were choosing not to exercise them for spiritual growth or yeah. social yeah. fun. Yeah. Who knows? Who for knows what, what lurks in the hearts of crust punks? <laughs> Who could say? Good point. I think with that, that kind of wraps up our games and our reviews. And right. now we can go right into plugging. 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 Yeah. Um, yeah, plugging any, so Tom is, um, one of my favorite comics. I can't remember when the first time I saw, I think one of the first times I saw you, um, was at Late Late Breakfast when you oh, were one doing, of my favorite shows. when you were doing the pilot actually it was one of the first times I didn't, I knew who you were. I'd seen you do comedy, but I didn't like know you. And then I think we talked afterwards, but you were Dr. Tom Wisdom, uh, during the pilot 
Oh, yeah. I was operating a lie detector. Yes. Um, who was the comic opposite you? Oh, Ben Cronenberg. He's ben great. Ben Cronenberg. Yeah. 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 That was so fun. Shout He's... out to Late Late Breakfast. We talk about them on the podcast Love a lot. Late Late Breakfast. I'll, I'll plug Late Late Breakfast all day. Yeah, day. let's just plug Late Late, Late Breakfast. Breakfast. We don't have our own projects. Let's plug Late Late Breakfast. Yeah. Love Late Late Breakfast. Produced Love by Liz ben Maupin. Cronenberg. Hosted by uh, Danny Maupin and Tyler, uh, not Snodgrass. Jackson. Um, Jackson. I was going to say nice Jackson. I ran into him at a party the other day. And by that, I do mean I literally ran into him and made him spill his beer. And oh, now wow. we're friends. Oh, yeah. <laughs> So you're, you're beer bros now. No, I don't know that we're friends. I just made him spill his beer. <laughs> I mean, what is a friend but a beer spiller? Yeah, good point. And then, uh, if I had beer, I'd pour it on you right now. Oh, just to prove our friendship. Oh, well, no. Isn't that incredible? Thank you. Well, anyway, so, Tom, what are some real things that you're working on right now? Um, maybe shows that you do. We have no idea when this is going to air because, as we've talked about, time is kind of an illusion. Yeah, yeah um, it's pretty arbitrary. Yeah. Uh, I, I help run a show called VHS. Yes. Where uh, we have stand-ups do stand-up comedy, but then we sit down and watch weird old videotapes that we find. Very good. At thrift stores and stuff and, and goof on them, like Mystery Science Theater style. But it's it's real rapid fire, just a couple minutes each, so we're not we're not watching the whole thing. We're not putting you through that. It's just just goofing on the past. Oh, I love a good past goof. Yeah. And uh, that's every first Friday at of North, the month right? at North Bar. At eight, and um, Aaron Grother and Molly Carney help with that, and it is my favorite thing. It's so fun. It's the best because you can just it, the, the the tapes are just it's just premise premise premise, and you can just just burp out punchline punchline punchline, and Ugh. sometimes they work and sometimes they don't. But the audiences have been really good, and the comics are great. So. I always hear good things. Yeah, it's super fun. Cool, awesome. Are you a Twitter man? Oh yeah. Oh no, I'm very neglectful oh. of Twitter. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, very, I'm a very a neglectful man. I'm oh, not a what's your what's that Instagram handle? Oh yeah. Th- uh, Thom Wisdom. T T H O M Wisdom. Because prior to this podcast, I panicked while posting a picture of Tom and our intern Ryan, and asked Tom, "Holy shit, have I been spelling your name wrong the whole time we've been friends?" And you. No, I was forced me. into spelling it wrong because someone yes. got to T O M Wisdom before I did on all the major. Um, Which is crazy. Do you think there's someone else in the world whose name is Tom Wisdom? There's like a dozen or so at least. Oh my goodness. There's... Were they you when you were sleeping? Could be. Who can say? Did they escape? There's an alpine skier named Tom Wisdom. There's like a C-list British actor named Tom Wisdom. Oh my goodness. He was in uh, 300. What? And I think either Pearl Harbor or Battleship. I forget which one. Do you keep up with him? Do you try to keep up with his career? Once in a while. He's on a a sci-fi show called Dominion where he plays... (gasps) I think Archangel Michael or Gabriel or one of those. I think you know exactly what. He no, plays. I really forget because that's the Bible and me. Oh, and good I point. For, that's, this is this is my attention span at work. It involves two things that kind of are me, and I've uh-huh. still forgotten exactly what it was. But I like vaguely resemble him too. He's just he's what? a dark haired white guy. He's handsomer than me though. Oh, I doubt it. Oh, you haven't seen him yet. Uh, that's Have true. you seen his, his his wet butt in an ocean shot? Uh, no. Oh, boy. Uh, oh, it's a good one. No, I have never seen a wet butt in an ocean shot. I, I like, uh, I like you the term have. wet butt. <laughs> yeah. I've never seen a wet butt. It's a it's a butt engulfed by the tide briefly. Oh, boy. Oh. But he also has like angel wings and... A forlorn butt. He's cute. Oh. So I would like to plug Tom Wisdom's career, actually. Tom, Tom Wisdom, the English actor. Oh, yeah, actor. that's good. Oh. We did just plug Tom Wisdom, the English actor's yeah. career. Yeah. Incredible. Tom Wisdom, the Alpine Skier. Tom Wisdom, 
the I think he's a rock climber. Jen White, who uh, may be a, a guest in the future, future guest, future guest, um, has a really funny joke about that because when she googles herself, there's like <laughs> there's a ton of different women with uh, wonderful occupations, including a therapist that I think she might try to see. So, mm. oh man, Jen White seeing Jen White. <laughs> oh, that'd be fantastic. I now that'd be great. Chelsea, if I wanted to find you on Twitter, where would I find you? Uh, you can find me at Chelsea, not Chelsea. What about you, Brandon? Oh, I think maybe at Kirkman Brandon. That'd be a good at one. Kirkman Brandon. And uh, I got some good tweets for you. Good couple Just tweets. waiting. Wrap them all what up. What about Instagram, Brandon? You doing Instagram? I am, and I'm also at Kirkman Brandon on Instagram. And it's yeah, a pretty good Instagram. Interesting, because I'm also at Chelsea, not Chelsea. Oh my goodness. On Instagram. It looks like we have our brands together. On. Oh, it looks like our, we're oh, on brand boy. with our brand on. <laughs> I'm messing up okay. that's well, okay we can show you how to set up some Instagram accounts <laughs> yeah. you can set up we'll Tom with some I like to, the I like to plug my future social media presence after it's been fixed <laughs> uh, by my friends here that's and incredible. we'll take all the credit we'll take all the credit so Brandon do you have anything coming up project wise you know project wise uh, right now I'm working on a lot of things that are still waiting to see the light of day <laughs> which is sad but that's how things work when you start doing scripts and stuff um but for comedy, I'm sure the beginning of each month, each Wednesday, the beginning Ego of the month, Trip. Ego Trip Club. That's a really fun show. We have a themed comedy show that the headliner picks. Uh, we have one coming up soon, so it probably won't be doable to go to because this might not be out. But uh, Jamie Carbone, possible future guest, he picked the theme high school, so we have a bunch of comedians <gasps> talk about high school. Oh boy, I can't wait for that. Yeah, so if you're ever in Chicago the first uh, Wednesday of that month and you want to go to Brew Coffee in Wicker Park at 7 p.m., we got a good show for you. You'll have a good time. You'll have yeah. fun. Cool. Well, um, in terms of my projects, I flit around the city doing different storytelling shows or storytelling at different shows. Or um, comedy now. Who knows? Or comedy now. Who knows? Um, I w- might be doing a Pops and Giggles. Uh, it's a new show that Liz Getty is doing. Um, also a potential future guest. Oh, nice. Uh, future guests all around. I might be doing some storytelling at one of her shows. Um, but I tend to do Nerdalogs, Your Stories, um, and I do the. I tend to be at the open mic at Volumes pretty much all the time. So, yeah. Anyway, I guess we've we've kind of sold our pup here. Any last words, Tom? Uh, I'll buy, I'll buy that pup for a dollar. Yeah. Oh well, you know what we like to do. We like to count down three, two, one, and say cha ching together. Yeah. Do you want one? Because we sold that pup. Ready? All right. Yeah. Here we go. Wait, on three or after? Uh, after after once. I'm gonna go three, two, one, and then we'll go cha ching. Okay. All right. Ready? Yeah. Three, two, two. one. Cha ching. Ooh, money in the bank. James Franco. <laughs> This show has been brought to you by Machine Culture.